Hi, and welcome to the Magnetically You podcast. I'm your host and intuitive life coach, Madison Arnholt. This podcast is here to help you access the intuitive wisdom and peace within you so you can live with more freedom, flow, joy, and alignment in your everyday life. Hi, and welcome back to the Magnetically You podcast. I'm so pumped for you to listen to this episode. A few months ago, I had the idea to start recording in the moment episodes during our house, you could say hunting journey. So as over the last few months, as we've been kind of like looking at houses, putting in offers, quote, losing houses, um, finding clarity, getting into alignment together as a team, all of that good stuff. I've been recording updates kind of like in the moment along the way, all the way up until we actually manifested such an incredible house. I would say it's like the perfect house for us and the perfect timing. And I'm really excited to for you to hear the behind the scenes of how it all unfolded throughout the last few months. So we've been looking for over a year. You're just kind of getting the last few months where things got more serious. I think it would have been boring if I did this for a whole year. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And really quick, before we dive in, as Flo would have it, my computer (laughs) broke again last week and we were supposed to start, but first alignment on February 22nd, but my computer broke and it just was going to be kind of honestly difficult to teach the class and like plan the class and do all of that from my phone. Like this is just not flowing. My inner voice said, just push it back a week. It's fine. So I trusted that flow. I pushed it back a week and guess what? (laughs) So the, the day that we got our house, spoiler, we got a house. You'll hear at the end of the episode, how it all unfolded. So listen for that at the end, but the day that we got the house was the day, the first day that I would have been teaching, but first alignment. And that was the only time available for the tour was when I would have been teaching, but first alignment. So the fact that my computer broke literally opened us up to be available to go look at the house like that day and get it that day. (laughs) So it's, yeah, it maybe like wouldn't have flowed the same, or maybe the house wouldn't have flowed at all had my computer not broken. So that was kind of funny how that worked out. And with that, let's get into this week's episode. Okay. So for background, we've been looking at houses like very casually over the last like eight ish months. It's a fun thing (laughs) to go tour houses. I love interior design. Like I love like just homes and we've never been in a rush to buy or like gung ho about it. We're like, Oh, we're just kind of like casually looking like maybe if like the perfect thing came along, maybe we'd like jump at it. But right now we're just kind of like looking and, you know, every house that we had seen all of them, like it was so great for just getting clear on like what we want and what's important to us and what locations we like. And, but none of them, none of them were ones that we were like, oh, this is a house we would move into. Even if we were like, we were really ready for a house now, which we weren't, we were like, oh, we're like open to it. We're like casually looking. Right. So we had, hadn't seen anything where we were like, oh, that could be it. Like all of them were like, oh, that's missing a backyard or, uh, but that one's great. But like too small, right? Like each one had kind of like a deal breaking thing. So again, we've just been like looking, flowing, letting it like unfold literally on its own timing. And that's been like such a beautiful way to start this process. Like not in a rush. We started from alignment. We started from curiosity. We started from fun and just like looking and having a good time. And, and it, we weren't even like necessarily like trying to do that to manifest. Right. But as we did, it obviously was so supportive to whatever manifestation will come. I think it will be because we were able to really like understand like what's, 
we really value what's important to us, understand what each other <laughs> values and what's important to the other person and which location. So it was just, yeah, it's been a fun flowing process. So Trevor calls me yesterday and he was like, Hey, do you want to go look at a townhouse? Which is a very normal thing to do for us on a weekend. We're like, Oh, let's go to an open house. Like why not? It's, we're, it's fun. And like, we're open just, you know, at the right house coming along. So we go and both love it. Like it's so, so many of them that we had looked at before, like didn't have a bathtub, which like, it's not probably a deal breaker to have a bathtub in the master, but like, that's something I do every day and I love it. So I really value that had a ginormous bathtub had outdoor space. It had plenty of like additional space compared to our apartment. Cause a lot of the townhomes we've seen felt like a downgrade from our apartment because like, well, it's the same size as the apartment, but we lose the view and the rooftop pool. So no. <laughs> so it only would make sense to move to a townhouse that was like a major upgrade if we were going to sacrifice the pool and the view. Well, whereas we don't have to sacrifice the pool because there's a community pool with this townhome and it's just beautiful. The kitchen was just redone just in my like style. It's like plenty of space. It's just, a. it really was aligned and really checked all of the boxes. And be, like the energy has shifted a little bit with me now being pregnant, we're kind of thinking like, Ooh, is this apartment going to feel too small very quickly once we have the baby? And like both of us on some days are working from home and there's a little human here. Like, is it going to start feeling cramped? And are we going to wish before the baby had come that we had taken the steps to like get more space? So that's obviously, I think made us even more open <laughs> to the right situation unfolding now. So we saw it. We both loved it. And I was, I told Trevor, I'm like, I don't know about you, but like, I would be down <laughs> to like make an offer on this. Like I'm into it. Like, and I did some research because Trevor was like, I need to see <laughs> the numbers for his logical brain. But so I, I looked and there were like 16 of the townhomes sold in the last year in that area, but only a few of them, only one other one was this like same uh square footage all the rest were smaller and none of them were looked like ones that I would want to live and so it's like this I'm like this is the one <laughs> right that's how I'm like starting to feel and I was shocked because usually Trevor like really likes to sit with his decisions I'm usually kind of like I usually feel a pretty quick like no or yes for my intuition or if it's something that where there's like really heightened emotions about, then it might take me like more time to sit with it because I need to move through those emotions to get to the clarity. But like, I very quickly felt like very clear, calm, grounded, neutral, like, yeah, like this could be great. And I wasn't feeling like overly frantic or like urgent or like, oh my God, we have to do this before somebody else gets it. Right. It wasn't like scarcity or urgent, but it also, I didn't have like a sinking feeling that we were doing the wrong thing either. It just felt like, yep, this feels pretty right. And so, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at in the process now. That was yesterday. Today, we've talked to a real estate agent. I'm working with her to like figure out what the offer process would look like if we're going to go through with it. We're getting pre-approved for a loan because that's something that you have to do as part of the process. And we're going to like see what happens. I'm feeling like it's a yes. Trevor is skeptical, but what should we be moving into a house? Like, what about, are we going to wish we had just done a house instead of the townhome? I like the townhome because we can walk to the water, which like our lifestyle right now, we can walk to the water. We can walk to Trader Joe's. Like, it's so nice to be able to walk in, especially with a baby coming, like being able to just like put the baby in a stroller, walk out the door and like walk to Trader Joe's or walk to the water. Like to me, that's everything. And I think he values that too, but he's also like, well, I don't know, like playing devil's advocate for himself with his logical brain, thinking through every possible scenario and every possible like metric. And so I'm letting him have his process as best I can, like just kind of like leaving him 
to his process while I'm like <laughs> moving things while well, he's working. So I'm like moving things forward with the agent. We're going to go look at it again today because the agent wants to see it. She's going to give us some advice on like, if we were to put an offer, like how much, et cetera, all of that. And then we'll see if Trevor and I come into alignment with me making an offer. So yesterday, how I felt about it, I felt like, okay, I want this. This feels right to me, but I can let it go if Trevor really can't get behind it. Today, I still feel that way, but I can tell that there's more attachment beginning to grow today. Like I feel kind of like a little bit jittery, like a little bit of a heavy feeling in my chest of like, Ooh, like what's going to happen? Are we going to get it? Like, do I need to convince Trevor really quick and put an offer in today? And like, what if he, what if I can't convince him? And what if it's too late by time he does want to do it? And what if they put in the offer, right? I can tell that like some energy and stories and attachment are beginning to come to the surface. And so as they're in this process, I thought it'd be really fun to just share like where I'm at in real time, how I'm feeling, what I'm going to planning on doing next with these feelings coming up and then keep you in the loop as we see what unfolds, what flows or doesn't flow. I don't know. It will, you will be (laughs) in the know as I am in the know. So from like a and I'm, and I'm sharing this in real time too, because it's like, this is like, just like normal real life stuff that like comes up for me, for clients and like how we can move through in a way that allows us to be at peace no matter what and follow our intuition and trust what unfolds from there when we do. So in order to set myself up best to do that, some of these emotions, I can tell I will be better in a position to act in alignment with my intuition and to be at peace, no matter what happens, if I spend some time feeling and clearing these emotions. So after I get off of this recording, I'm going to park it on my office couch, lay down and feel the feeling of this kind of like heaviness in my chest. I'm going to feel the feeling of like, of the jitters of, I want to know how this is going to turn out. I I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like attached and I'm kind of like, wow, what's going to happen? Like, is Trevor going to get on board? Like that kind of like a little bit of like anxious attachment feeling coming up, I'm going to feel it and I'm going to clear it (laughs) so that as I go forward, each step of the way, I'm in alignment, I'm clear, and I'm following my intuition. And I'm in a position to truly be like at peace, like with whatever happens, knowing that the best and highest gets to unfold. So I am going to leave it there. I'm going to (laughs) go feel and clear these emotions. And then right after that, I am meeting our agent, our real estate agent at the townhome to look at it because she wants to see it. And then we'll see, we'll see what happens from there. From where I'm at right now, my intention is to kind of like leave Trevor alone as much as we can today while he's like working because like bugging him while he's working is not going to be the best approach and just be as present as I can listen, hear him, right? Not immediately go into convincing mode or getting frustrated or like making him feel bad for like having his process, like listen, have compassion, (laughs) let him have his like feelings and also authentically share how I feel about it as well. And then just see, we'll see what happens. So I will leave you there and I will be back once I have a new update to share. So it's Tuesday, December 5th. Yesterday's part was recorded December 4th. So yesterday in the afternoon. So I wanted to give you an update on what's unfolded since then. So as I said, after I recorded yesterday, I went into feeling and clearing the emotions that were coming up. But before I did that, I found myself I knew I was going to do it, but I was like, I found myself like walking around the apartment, like starting to do the dishes, like looking for other chores to do. And then I noticed like, Hmm, I'm avoiding this. Like, let's just do it. So I went in my office, lay down on the couch and just felt through everything that was coming up. So I was locating where it was in my body, feeling it and just staying with it and seeing what happens when I just let myself feel the feelings and be in them and see where it would take me. And so as I was kind of coming around the corner, you could say, or reaching the turning point where I could feel the emotions, I could feel the energy and the activated energy 
neutralizing, softening, and relaxing, I started asking my intuition some questions. So I I asked like inner voice, what do I need to know about the townhouse? And I got let go, allow, it will be. And my mind was like, what does it will be mean? Like, it will be like, we're getting the townhouse or it will be what it's going to be. Like, it is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. And my inner voice said, it will be what you want either way. And I'm like, okay, but what if the mind <laughs> doesn't think so? And I like intuitively just got this knowing that like my intuition knows what I want. Like it's not going against me. And if it's not ultimately leading me to this one, it's not taking me away from what I want. It's actually leading me to what I want because it knows even better than the mind how to guide me to what I want. And especially those like deeper, most authentic, true parts of me want. So the intuitive knowing was like, this is leading you (laughs) to actually more of what you want either way. And as soon as I got between the releasing and having like cleared a lot of the energy and then getting that knowing from my intuition that if this isn't the one, then it's literally only better. You only get to have more of what you want. Something else gets to come along and it gets to be better. I, it landed, like it clicked. And that's the thing with releasing. It's like, we can hear these great things from our intuition or hear these things from other people. Like if it's not it, it's meant to be, or it's not meant to be like some, this or something better. Like we can hear those phrases, but it means nothing if you aren't feeling as true from within yourself and receiving it from your own intuitive inner knowing. So when it comes as your own intuitive inner knowing, it really lands and it really feels true. So I really felt like before I felt like if it doesn't work out, I'm sad. If it doesn't work out, like we lost it. If it doesn't work out, I don't know if something, if we'll find something as good as this again. And then I was able to truly feel like if it works out great, if it doesn't, like I'm 100% confident it will be even better. So it's literally, there's no way to lose. It's like, I get to have my alignment either way. And so my, I also got, you know, the guidance from my intuition of like, it's okay not to know, just be present as each step unfolds, let it unfold one moment at a time. You don't have to think about the next thing, like be present for each now and each now will show you everything you need to know. And then I was like, okay, well, (laughs) what if my mind was like, well, what if Trevor, like, what if I feel an alignment to it, but Trevor doesn't want to do it. And I heard, listen, and I was like, okay. Like my mind was like, does that just mean go along with him? And for my inner voice, I got go along with what feels right in that. Now, this now is not the best place to make that now decision. Let go of it right now. It will be addressed when it's addressed. So my mind was trying to solve for a future that literally didn't exist now in the now, rather than in each now, just doing what's in alignment and needed now. So that allowed me to like, let go of like, okay, I don't have to like preemptively worry about if I'm in alignment with it and Trevor doesn't want to do it. Like that has nothing to do with right now. Like I can let keep letting the process unfold and address things that need to be addressed when they need to be addressed. Like I don't need to make up future problems or worry about future problems that don't exist in the now. So I felt like a new person after releasing and after just getting this like great clarity and like peaceful wisdom from my intuition and actually feel that and know the truth of it. And then our apartment that we live in now called me back because I was calling to see what the process was for getting out of our lease. So as I was in the process of releasing, they, once I got up and looked like at my phone, they had called me like five minutes before. So it's like, it's kind of funny how usually there's like more, more clarity or like magic that can come through. Like it's funny how it can happen really quickly on the other side of releasing. So the apartment called and it was two, two, two when they called, which I thought was like funny. And basically to spare you the like details of the lease, we could get out of the lease in a way that was in alignment for us. So that was such great information to hear. 
and feel like confident that like, okay, if we want to move forward with moving, we can get out of this current arrangement without being on the hook for (laughs) lots of rent for many months. So that was great news. And then right after that, I went to go tour the townhouse again with the agent. I actually got Trevor to come, which was great because I felt like if you don't come, I feel like you're going to feel like you didn't get all the information or like you, he's tend to, he had a lot more like, you know, just questions and skepticism than I did. So I was like, I think I would love if you came, I think you'll be glad you did. So I'm glad he came. The tour was great. The agent was amazing. And after we left, I was feeling like, okay, like I still feel like good about this, but with this is releasing, it's like, I'm okay either way. Like I'm open to what needs to happen. He was, Trevor was still like pretty skeptical. I don't know. I want to think more about it, whatever. And she was like, you guys can like sleep on it tonight and we can put an offer in tomorrow if you guys want to. So last night we were talking more about it. I felt I was getting, (laughs) I started getting like frustrated and attached again because it was, I think less about the getting it or not getting it and more just then about the unknown of like, are we going to put an offer and are we not like, let's get to the fucking point. Right. And so I was getting frustrated with Trevor because he wanted more time to think about it. And I'm like, how do you need more time? Don't you just know, like, do you not just like have a feeling? Is it right? Or is it not like, how do you not know? So I was getting annoyed with him. (laughs) He wasn't as quick to know if it was right or not as me. And like, that's, and I, and I told him like, I'm really annoyed. And like, I also respect your process. Like you don't have to be the same as me. It's just frustrating. And so we were kind of spinning in circles, getting nowhere with our conversation because he didn't want to get anywhere with it. He wanted to just have his own space to think it through. So finally I gave up from my mind of like just spinning the conversation in circles. I went and laid down in the other room and I could tell that I wanted to walk back out and continue talking and talking and talking about Trevor and like sharing my thoughts and asking him for his thoughts and like going over it. And I knew if I go back out there, we're just going to keep spinning and circles. It's not helpful. And so I could, I was feeling like so frustrated and super just like activated. And like, I remember like I, I was sitting there feeling like, oh my gosh, like this energy is like so intense. Like there's no way it's going to die down, which is so funny because I've done this hundreds of times. And every time you stay with it, it does. And every time the mind often, not every time, but like often the mind will still try to tell the story. This one's not going to release this one. You can't like, feel through to the other side. Well, I just stayed and breathed. And I was like, okay, let's stay and breathe and feel. Well, of course, within a couple of minutes of just breathing and feeling as frustrated as I really did at the situation, I felt completely calm, clear, neutral, and grounded again. I was like, okay, I can peacefully go to sleep. Like everything's fine. Like it's all good. It's good either way. Trevor can have his process. I don't need to know his clarity tonight. And so I went to sleep peacefully (laughs) and the next morning. So today, this morning we talked and agreed that as a team, it's in alignment for us. If we go in at a price that was below asking because the, the square footage was skewed. So they were counting the garage square footage, but every other townhome in the community didn't count the square footage in the garage. So they were inflated the square footage by like 300 feet and made it seem bigger than it was, which then made it seem like the price made sense for the market. But luckily we had a great realtor who our intuitions guided us to, who found that out and helped us to realize that instead of what we thought it was a way lower price per square foot, it was actually a way higher price per square foot than everything else in the community. So we were like, that's not an alignment for us, because we weren't seeing ourselves staying in this townhome for a super long amount of time. So to buy in at an over overpriced just like wasn't feeling right. So we were both like, okay, we're in alignment with putting in an offer under asking and see what happens. Be open to whatever. If we get it, we get it. If we don't, we don't, whatever. And we were both in alignment with that. And there's two other offers. So our agent told us there's already two other offers in, which I don't, we went like pretty well under asking because that's what felt right for us. And I don't think, I don't think it's going to flow again. There's two other offers. I would imagine someone's probably put up offer in higher than ours, but we'll see. 
we'll see what happens. I don't know what's going to ha- happen from here, but I feel good about that. We came to a decision together that we both feel good about it, that we both feel in alignment with it. And we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens next, but it feels really, really good. Cause like, there's definitely been some like ups and downs and moments of feeling really attached and feeling like I would be disappointed if we didn't get it. Now I feel like if it works out cool, if it doesn't cool, like each outcome to me is like, as far as I can feel into right now, like equal like both are okay both are allowed both are wonderful and I welcome the highest and best outcome knowing and trusting that whichever one it is it is the right one and it is the highest and best and I feel so good to be at that place so that's my update for today we will see (laughs) what continues unfolding from here if the if our offer gets accepted if it doesn't and then We'll see if we continue like looking if this kind of like, we are very casually looking over the last few months. We'll see if this like amps up our like, like looking and that kind of thing. We'll see. So I'm just going <laughs> to take it one step at a time and yeah, just open, open to seeing what happens. Okay. So it's been a minute since recording an update, but I am really excited to record this episode. So I'm going to fill you in on everything that's happened since I last recorded an update, which I think was in, was it like January? It's now February 22nd. And I'm going to fill you in on everything that's happened and kind of where we're at now, because we're at a very juicy, (laughs) pivotal point is what it feels like. So I haven't recorded an update, honestly, since it's kind of been pretty uneventful since the last update I shared. We've been looking a bunch. There hasn't been anything like that was like the one we there was one house that was like under our price range that like was older and would have required like renovations and stuff. But it was like a great house, great backyard. We were like, okay, we would totally do this one. And then it was literally like gone (laughs) within a few hours. Someone put in an offer with like no contingencies, no inspection. They went well above asking price and it was like snatched up immediately. So that was like the only, there had only been kind of like that one main contender. And then we had seen one house that was a bit above our like highest price range that we had kind of been like feeling comfortable with and we like looked at it and it was beautiful, but we were just like, no, like it's too high. So we probably saw that one like mid January and probably a a week or two ago, our realtor told us, Hey, remember that house where the price was too high? Like they're dropping the price. Like, do you have any interest in seeing it again? And we were like, hmm, okay, yeah, let's go see it again. Cause we did love the house. It was just like it was just higher than we wanted to go. So we went back to look at it, loved it. But even the price that they were dropping it to was just still higher than we wanted to go. So we ended up putting in an offer below asking because it had been on the market for a month. So it was like, you'd think it was overpriced if it had been sitting that long. They still didn't get any offers when they dropped the price. So we went in even lower than that. And we, yeah, put in the offer and we're like, okay, let's just see what happens. Oh, actually I forgot part of the story. (laughs) So a week before we were actually, we were on the verge of putting in an offer higher than the offer that we like ended up actually later putting in. We were about to do it. Our realtor was like, just give me the final like green light. And at the last minute we backed out and we were like, no, we actually don't feel good about it. Cause we sat down, looked at all of the numbers, looked at what the monthly costs were going to be and just kind of like factored everything in. And we were like, this just is like a bit too much of a stretch. We are not comfortable with it. And like Trevor felt like, oh, like there might be a chance that I feel like a heavy energy around money if we buy this house. And I'm like, absolutely not. Fuck no. Like nothing is worth feeling like heavy pressure, like on a daily basis, like, no, thanks. Throw it up to the universe. See if we can get it at a price that we like do feel like we can 
get behind. So we put that offer in. We were like, okay, let's just see what happens. They countered a bit higher. And we said, no, we're sticking to our price. They countered again a little lower. And we said, no, we're sticking to our price. And we were kind of just like, okay, like, let's see. Like, we could have gone up to their, like, the last counter that they offered. But our intuition was just saying, like, no, stick to this, like, price you put and just let it almost like let it be, like, determined by the universe. If it's meant to be, it will be. And So we thought there was honestly like a pretty freaking decent chance we were going to get it. And it was still like, again, on the high end of our price range, but it was like a beautiful house, wonderful location, great school district. It was a house we could have really grown into with a family versus being more of like a a starting home that we would want to move out of in a few years. So long story short, after a few days, they ended up getting another offer like a good bit higher than what we put in. And we were like, okay, we don't want to try to compete with that. Like we're done. We're out like letting it go. And I immediately was able to just like drop it and be like, okay, done, move on. It wasn't meant to be. And I feel like part of that is, as you know, from the first few updates, like the beginning of like earlier stages of this process brought up more emotions for me. And I was really clearing and releasing those. So since then it's been very emotionally neutral and clear and at peace. Like I'm good either way, whether we get it or we don't, we get a house, we don't get a house. Like we have the baby in the apartment. We don't have the baby in the apartment. Like I was just like so solid and like, I'm good either way. So we didn't get this house. I was like, okay, (laughs) whatever. It's not meant to be like better ones coming. And, you know, Trevor was like, how are you, how are you like, so like clear? Like I'm kind of, I'm kind of sad. And I was like, I'm not because my (laughs) intuition was so clear that like, you're not supposed to go higher than this price. And this just is what it is. And it's going to work out how it's meant to. So I just felt so grounded in that for whatever reason. Well, plot twist. (laughs) The next morning, another house comes on the market that looks quite appealing. It's in a neighborhood we've looked at before and we know we like and it's supposed to be available to 22 February 22nd also today i'm 22 weeks pregnant and yeah so it's like 222 the house is on the market 222 i'm 22 weeks pregnant everything is just 22 so like obviously like i love that but i would never make a decision on a house based on that but it's definitely the alignizing on the cake So anyways, we saw this house. There was only photos of the outside of the house and it, you know, said coming February 22nd. So we scheduled an appointment with our realtor to see it, you know, as soon as we could get in today, this was a couple of days ago. And I called my sister and I was like, I think, I think I found our house. Like, I think I I really love this house. And I sent it to her and she was like, what do you mean you love it? There's no pictures of the inside. Like there's just pictures of the outside like what is she like she told me um today she's like I literally thought you were insane like thinking such highly of it when you hadn't even seen it she's like this bitch is crazy she hasn't even seen the inside of the house like how do you feel so good about it before you've even seen it and I just felt like something about this one feels really strong really good then of course the pictures get released this morning it's fucking stunning, absolutely beautiful, better than I even would have thought. And we brought an inspector with us today so that we could put in an offer that said like, we're waiving the right to inspection since we've already like had that covered, which will make our offer hopefully stronger and more likely to get accepted. And we did go in above asking, it was like the house, the realtor thinks was underpriced. Like it was a steal for what it was. So we went in over because like we, again, trying to make our offer stronger and thinking that's where it probably was going to end up anyways, if it ends up coming to a bidding war and we'd like to get it to anybody else, obviously. So we just loved it. It's beautiful, like great neighborhood. It's just it feels really good. And the floor plan is really open. There's so much natural light. The windows are incredible. Like it's just fabulous. And it's a great price, way lower than 
like way, way, way lower than the last one we had put an offer on. So it just really gives us like so much flexibility to, we could put in a, afford to put in a pool if we wanted to, we can make renovations and changes as we need to, although it's basically like perfect and ready for us to live in as it is. So that feels really good as well. And it just, yeah, it feels, feels really good. So we put that offer in today and we'll see we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting to see if I have an emotion, if we don't get this one, like if I have an emotional reaction to this one, cause I, I really love this one more than some of the others, but I feel good about it. I feel like if we're meant to get it, we will, it feels right. It feels really fun that it's two twenty two, And if we get it and like, after we magically like trusted the other one, not falling through and then ended up with something even better that saves us a shit ton of money that we can then use on things that we care even more about than like a mega, like not a mega house, but like a house bigger than what we like really needed. Yeah. It just feels good. So that is the latest update. I will keep you posted what unfolds with this one. So with that, we will wrap it up here. Okay. It is now February 25th and Long story short, which actually it's not a long story. It was a short story. About 45 minutes after I recorded the last update, we found out that our offer was accepted and we got the house. So I was so excited. I kind of wanted to record the episode then, but then it was just more exciting to just enjoy it and call our like family and my sisters and just be in the excitement. And then after that, I was tired. So I was like, okay, I'll just record it when it flows, but we got the house. Our offer was accepted. I'm very excited. It's our first house and we, it's kind of crazy how it all unfolded. It's like, I knew this was the house on the day we got it. I was 22 weeks pregnant and the date was 222 and we're closing on March 22nd. So I'm like, okay, this is like, if it wasn't already perfect in my intuition, didn't already make it crystal fucking clear that this is like the perfect house. It also was like all the aligned numbers. It flowed so smoothly. The timing is so perfect for us. Like we have had tons of trouble like this month and this whole new year. And we have lots of trouble planned in April and up to May. And then after that, I'm probably not going to be, you know, traveling a ton or flying a ton because it'll be getting closer to my due date. So it's literally perfect timing. I'm going to be, I should be by then 26, 26, 27 weeks pregnant when we move, which also perfect timing. Cause I'm in a phase where I like, I feel okay enough where I'm able to like unpack and like do the stuff that's needed for the move and get the house ready for the baby. But it's also not too late in the pregnancy where it would have been just like a drag and difficult. And I wouldn't been, have been able to like, I don't know, participate as much. So the timing is so good. It feels like we have the perfect amount of time to settle in and get everything ready before the baby comes and really feel just like, I don't know, like it's our home and get the nursery ready, which I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I can't wait to decorate everything. I'm like already, I've already gone crazy, not crazy, but like I've already got a bunch of stuff. Like today I went and got a washer and dryer because the house didn't come with those two appliances ended up getting like $500 off. Also speaking of perfect, div- the divine timing, it's because it's like, was just president's day weekend. A lot of the furniture and appliances and all that stuff is on like mega sale. So I got like, a, like over $500 off on our washer and dryer. They're going to be delivered the day we move in that flowed so beautifully today. And it was just like such an easy decision. Like I'm just like ugh, in awe of, or in appreciation of the just clarity and ease that I am allowing. It's just like, I went, I picked one, I bought them, I moved on, I got the deal. And then I went this morning, I was online looking at mattresses and I Googled like best mattresses. I felt called to look at the Forbes article. The first one on the Forbes article was called Nectar, looked great. I'm like, I think this is our mattress. And I was like, well, I'm comfortable buying it online, but I don't know if Trevor will want to like test it out before 
So I felt intuitively aligned with buying it online. I was like, this feels like it's the right one. They have free returns. If it's not like, let's do it. I had ordered a mattress online before and had a great experience. So I was like, okay. But I was like, well, you know, Trevor is a little more like, um, analytical in his decisions, you could say, whereas I'm like, oh, my intuition said, yes, like, fuck it up. I'll buy it online. And I, I knew he would want to probably have us like test it out before we got it. So I went to Home Depot today to get the washer and dryer and looked on the map. And I was like, I wonder if there's a mattress store close by. Well, as alignment would have it next door, there was a mattress store. So I'm like, perfect. I'll just go check out a few mattresses while I'm there to see what they have. They have the nectar one. I lay down on a few others and I was like, oh, that's not the one. I don't really like those. And the guy was like, oh, what about this one? I'm like, oh, nectar. That's the one I was looking at online. Lay on it. I'm like, done. Love it. It's perfect. Cause I, um, we have one king bed and one queen bed already. And Trevor does not like the king bed. He thinks it's too soft. He likes the other one, which is a little more firm, but still soft. So I feel like it's the perfect blend of firmness and softness. That'll be like the perfect balance for both of us. I'm pretty flexible on how firm or soft it is. So I'm like, whatever, it's a good mattress to me. And I got a mega deal on that. I think it was like $800 off or something again, because the president's day sale, divine timing, like just the incredible flow and also the willingness and allowingness to just trust my intuition to let the decisions and everything flow so easy. And it's actually kind of funny how those two things flowed today, because this morning I like woke up kind of feeling anxious of like, oh my gosh, we have to get a washer and dryer. We have to get a bed and we have to get a couch and we have to get um, home insurance. And we have to get utilities and water and gas and electricity and internet. And, ah! and I was just like, oh my God, so many things. And my computer is like broken right now. It's being with Apple being repaired. So it's like kind of annoying to try to take care of these things on my phone. So I'm not, but then my mind was telling me like, you have all these things, you should be doing these things. So I could tell there was like some pent up stuck energy that needed to be released. So on my walk this morning, I did a lot of releasing. People probably thought I was looking crazy. Like I was just breathing. I was like shaking my arms, just like allowing that anxiety and like itch that I should be getting shit done <laughs> to pass, even though it really wasn't in alignment and there really was no rush or urgency. I was just feeling the feeling of rush, urgency, should be getting shit done, but can't really get it done because I don't have my computer, but wish I had my computer, right? There was all of that, felt it all, came back to clarity, came back to neutral. And my intuition was just so clear of like, you'll do what you need to do when you need to do it. You don't need to carry around the burden of shutting yourself and hanging on to, wow, there's so many things to do. It's just like, you'll do what needs to be done when it needs to be done. Drop it, literally drop it in this moment, drop it and drop it until it's done by you. And it will all be done. And it will all work out. And of course, it's like, it's no surprise that after releasing all the energy and connecting with my inner voice, it was so easy to flow into a washer and dryer and a mattress, which are two of the big things that we wanted to get before moving in. So that's really exciting. So yeah, I hope you've been enjoyed hearing about the journey. I also wanted to share now looking back on the entire journey from starting over probably a year ago, just starting to like, look at things, think about it. Weren't really ready to buy a house, but we, it was like fun to look and think about it. Maybe we'll be ready later and to have that process build and to grow more clarity and to be releasing along the way. And for it to then like come to fruition in a way that was just like, so wonderful and perfect. And like, couldn't have been better timing. Couldn't have flowed better. Couldn't love the house more. Like so I wanted to share with all that being said, a few tips looking back on the journey that I think allowed it to flow really well, because as we, we've been telling friends, like we're looking at houses and like, oh, we bought a house and they're like, oh my God, was it like, a, was the process just awful? I've heard it's terrible to buy a house. And I'm like, no, like had a great time. I loved the process. I loved the interior design that I got to see looking at houses. I loved looking at houses. I was never so attached that I was like devastated. I was never draining my energy researching or looking or wishing I was out of where we live now. Like I was aligned where I am now. I was aligned with the looking and I was aligned with whatever outcome. So for us, 
and mostly me, I think Trevor had a little more <laughs> ups and downs with it, but it was just such a, like, it was fun. It was a fun process. And I want to share some of the things that I think, uh, made it that possible. So the first thing is that we worked with a realtor who we were very aligned with. So in the very, very beginning of our journey, we toured this one house. It was a great house, but it was like, we just weren't ready to buy at that time. And it was not as many bedrooms as we wanted, but the realtor we met at that house was like, we loved her. We loved her energy. She was so knowledgeable. She was an expert. She was like super like straight up. Like she wasn't like overly, she wasn't salesy or like, like, I don't know. She was just super transparent, forward, easy to connect to. We loved her. And we were like, let's keep her in the back of our mind. Cause she's seems fucking awesome. And so as we got more serious with our searching, we had mostly just been going to open houses and like, obviously talking to whoever the agent was that was there. But once we got more serious, we're like, okay, we want to connect, like have our own agent that we can work with as we're like getting more like ready to like actually maybe act on the house when the right one comes along. So we reconnected with her and she has been such a joy to work with. I feel like she is like my family member. Like we just had so much fun. We were always on the like same page with her. She was totally willing to tell us like, Oh, I don't like that. Or like, I don't like this for you guys. Or like, here's something to consider. Like this is a busy road or whatever, just things like she obviously wasn't just trying to get the sale. She was really showing up in what, in what felt like such great service of us and our journey and like, so willing to show us like any house, any time. And she was fun. (laughs) Like she was just fun to be around. Nice to be around. She knew the answer to anything and everything we ever asked her. And it was just such an incredible person to work with. So I definitely recommend finding someone aligned. And the cool thing about like looking early before you're ready to like buy, or you feel like I need a house now you can meet a bunch of realtors at a bunch of different houses and see who you really click with. And then maybe see if you can build a relationship with them. The second thing is to, if you have a partner or someone that you're buying the house with is to communicate and be honest with each other. So as we were going through the process, like it was very important because this was a big decision we're making together that we were on the same page and that we understood where each other was coming from. We understood what was important to the other person and that we weren't ever holding back our truth for fear of upsetting the other person or for trying to people please the other person. And it really served us the more honest and open we got throughout the process and really just willing, being willing to share like where we, we were at emotionally, mentally on whichever, you know, house we were talking about. The next tip is for us, we just happened to flow into looking early and looking a lot. So that actually really served us. I'm so grateful for that because one, again, it was fun. It was in alignment. I let, that was a fun activity, especially in the winter to do is to go look at a pretty house see the cool designs and like get a feel for what's out there, get a feel for the prices, get a feel for the styles, get a feel for the neighborhoods. It gave us so much clarity and valuable information to see a lot and really have a very strong understanding and clarity of the neighborhoods we wanted to live in, the price we were going for, how many bedrooms we wanted. We open floor plan, backyard, you know, all, it gave us so much clarity on what we were in true alignment with. The next thing is that I was releasing any emotions as they arose. So like I said, this morning, I felt stuff coming up even now after we've already got our offer accepted, like releasing emotions so they can come back to clear and peace no matter what, and then be able to make so much easier, smoother, effective decisions and have so much more joy in the process. So I was doing that that all along the way, especially in the beginning when we like made our first offer, we both just had like heightened emotions coming up and like not necessarily seeing eye to eye on everything. So you guys heard that in some of the other updates about those releases, there weren't 
there wasn't too much more to release in between that and the most recent updates because I think I had released so much of the heaviness around all of it in the beginning that most of it was just smooth sailing from there. So releasing as any heaviness arised was so huge in allowing the process to be smooth and joyful. And I think supportive of us like flowing into like such an ideal outcome. The next tip is to not make decisions from uncertainty. So if you listen to the episode about my hair extensions, which let's see if I can figure out which one that was really quick. Okay. Episode 177, uncovering the wisdom when you ignore your intuition. (laughs) If you haven't listened to that one, it is such a good one about learning the lessons when you ignored your intuition. And that was a decision I made from uncertainty. And then the outcome was not pleasant. And it, I still felt that vibration of uncertainty, even after I had made that decision. So same thing with the house or any other decisions, like any decisions we make from the state of uncertainty, it's not that we're dumb and we can't make decisions when we're uncertain. It's more that the state that we make the decision from is often the state and the energy that shows up in that decision, in that outcome that unfolds. So if we're going into it unclear, kind of anxious, kind of stressed, On the other side of the decision, we're probably still going to be (laughs) feeling that and experiencing that regardless of which decision we make. So there's not, it's not really that there's ever a right or wrong decision. You'll just feel, you get to feel that the decision is right when you allow yourself to wait for clarity, allow that, allow yourself to feel and move through that any uncertainty or anxiety or stress until you're clear, calm, neutral, grounded, I find that the decisions I make from there feel so much more aligned, flow so much more smoothly, just most (laughs) effective and best decisions overall. The next tip is to free yourself from a deadline if possible. So we never had time pressure because we knew that if we would just release our apartment, If we didn't find the right house in time, we'll just stay in the apartment another year. No problem. So that was so nice because we never had the pressure of time pushing on us to make a decision that was out of alignment or buy a house sooner than was aligned or the wrong house that wasn't aligned because we were like trying to do anything by a certain date. We weren't, obviously we wanted a house, but we were totally willing to let the timing be the timing. And that served us so well because it allowed us to make the decision from alignment, not from time pressure. So that pressure can like really interfere with your clarity and ability to choose like intuitively and to choose what's actually in alignment. So if we hadn't been in a situation where we didn't have the time pressure, I I feel like it would have like been serving to, okay, how can I create a situation where there's not time pressure. And often the feeling of pressure is a feeling inside of us. And it's like not necessarily based on a circumstance. And there's also the thing of like, okay, well, like if your lease ends on this certain date and for some reason you can't live there again or whatever, and you feel like you have to have the house by X date, well, how could you relieve the burden of time on the house? How could you release yourself from any time pressure and set yourself up in a way with options where you are not confined to, I need to have this house by this date. Like that's just not a helpful energy to work from in my experience or, or a fun energy (laughs) to work from either. The next tip is to, if you have a partner that you're buying a house with is to get clear on the numbers that you can align with as a team. So for us, it was really helpful as we really sat down and like looked at the numbers, how is this going to change our monthly expenses? Like, what is this really going to look like? Is this going to be, you know, at a level where we both still feel comfortable maintaining our current lifestyle? Is this too high to where one partner feels like they're like, oh, they're going to feel pressure every energetic pressure every day to like save money? Is this going to make us feel like we need to cut our lifestyle? Like that was very important to me because if we 
if Trevor ever felt like at this price, I feel like I'm going to be stressed every day, or I feel like I'm going to be trying to like, make us like, how do we save money? How do we save money? How do we save money? I was like, no fucking house is worth that to me at all. So if you feel like there's a tipping point where you can't stay in alignment and you're going to go into stress and pressure and got to cut all our money, like it's a fuck no. So I think it was really important to get really clear on where we were both at with that and then come into alignment together. And one other helpful thing for us that we forgot to consider in some of the first time we were like running different numbers is taxes. So I'm not an accountant, please speak to your accountant, but there are, there can be tax benefits when you buy a house. So that was really helpful. Once we factored in some tax benefits, we were like, oh, okay. That definitely changes what we're comfortable with a little bit. So that was really, really helpful to look at together. And what the things we were looking at was, and on Zillow, it's really easy. They can, there's like a calculator to estimate the property taxes, home insurance, the monthly mortgage payment. If you're doing like a basic 30 year loan with the interest rate, looking at all of that, how much um, of a down payment you make and kind of just playing with that and seeing where the numbers lie was super helpful for us. And by the way, I am going to be doing the money date podcast soon that I've been talking about. So stay tuned for that, where I'll talk more about how we, Trevor and I got really, really aligned with money as a team and how we do that together. So anywho, (laughs) if it feels aligned for you, align on the numbers, talk about it, look at it and see if you can come to mutual alignment. The next tip is that what's meant to be will be as cheesy as it sounds, it will. So do your best to let go of what doesn't flow so that what's meant to flow can come in. I had a deep knowing throughout this process that if a house doesn't work out, something's better is coming. So every time a house didn't work out, I was like, oh, something better is coming. I just felt that and knew that deep inside myself. And my inner voice was kind of telling me that all along of like, let it go, let it go, let it go. If it doesn't flow, let it go. If it doesn't flow, let it go. And it was really nice. So if you do have that attachment and you're having a hard time letting go, focus on the releasing so that you can come back to clear, calm, grounded, peaceful energy and move through the process with so much more ease. Okay. Two more. So the next one is to take aligned action rather than forced action. So something Trevor said a few weeks ago, he's like, Oh, I'm kind of like tired of like looking and looking for houses on like Zillow. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, why are you doing that? Like, I'm not tired. I only look when I want to look when it's when I'm happy about looking, I don't make myself look and drain my energy looking. And he was like, Oh yeah, that's a really good point. So that's what I mean by aligned action versus forced action. It's like, what if you don't have to overlook and overseek and be on Zillow every day to make sure you get the house. It's like, what if you can trust that to trust yourself to do it in alignment? What if you can do it when it feels right, when it flows, when it feels natural, when it feels intuitive, when it doesn't feel forced. And what if that's enough? And I find too, what the more we force and push when we're out of alignment and drain our energy, the more attached we then become to the outcome. Cause it was like, well, look what that fucking cost me. I better get what I want. <laughs> Whereas if you're not expensing yourself and costing yourself your energy and peace and sanity along the way, you, it's like you get to remain in alignment or good, no matter what. And that there's no better freedom to me. The last tip is to have fun. So we, like I said, we looked for over a year and I just enjoyed the process. I had fun. I wasn't rushing and I loved seeing all the designs, all the layouts. Like it does not have to be a stressful process. Like if I want to leave you with anything, that's what it will be. If it is, if you do feel stressed, if you do feel sad, if you do feel attached, all that's okay and allowed and you're not stuck with those feelings. You can release them if you don't know how to do that book an inner voice session. You will not regret learning how to do this. It is the most life-changing thing ever to be able to have that skill of releasing heavy energy when it's arising. It only expands your sense of peace and clarity. So it doesn't have to be awful. Like you can do it in 
alignment. And whenever it feels out of alignment, you can release the energy that's making it feel so, and then flow. <laughs> I love that that rhymed. Okay. So I hope that was helpful. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm excited to hear how it resonated. Feel free to message me on Instagram at madison.arnholt and I will see you on the next episode. If you enjoy this podcast, I think you're going to love my weekly newsletter, Rise and Align. I share juicy stories, insights, and tips that will help you live in alignment with your intuition and feel more at peace in your everyday life. So if you want to receive these emails, go to madisonarnhall.com slash subscribe to sign up now.